Hello, everybody. My name's Andrew. Hey, I'm Suzanne. And this is the Culips English Podcast. Welcome back to Culips. You're listening to Simplified Speech, the Culips series, which features clear, natural, and easy to understand English conversations about interesting topics. Today, I am joined by my trusty co host, Suzanne. Hello, Suzanne. Hello, Andrew. Hey, guys. Good to be here. So, Suzanne, as I think you know, and probably many of our listeners know this as well, because I've talked about it a lot on Culips over the last few months, my wife and I are getting ready to move to a new house and a new neighborhood pretty soon. And to be honest, probably by the time this episode's out, we might have already moved to our new house and our new neighborhood. So lately, I've just been all about houses and their designs. It's been on my mind nearly 24-7. And since it's on my mind so much, I thought it could be cool if we chat about our homes and what they're like and how we enjoy spending our time in them in this episode today. What do you think about that idea? I love that idea. That is a great topic. I'm always curious to hear about people's homes and how they make them their own, how they decorate and design their homes. I love watching renovation shows, let me tell you. Suzanne, do you remember that show Cribs, MTV Cribs? Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's got to be about 20 years old, but I always loved that show. For listeners who don't know, MTV Cribs was this show where MTV is like the hip music channel back in the day on TV, and they would do house tours of celebrities, but celebrities that you probably wouldn't expect, and they did a lot of like athletes and hip-hop artists and stuff like that, so it was always really fun to get their house tours in that show. Yeah, Cribs is another name in this case for your house, right? Your crib is your apartment or house where you live. Because when you were little, you maybe slept in a crib, right? Um, so that's where that term comes from. Yeah, exactly. So I guess, Suzanne, we're going to give an audio tour of our cribs today. Of course, we have no video cameras here. We can't do a house tour TV show, but we can do an audio tour, and I thought that would be fun to do in this episode. So we'll get to that in a moment, but before we dive in, we should remind our listeners about the study guide and interactive transcript for this episode. So everyone, we do have study guides and transcripts, not only for this episode, but for all of the episodes that we have created over the years, and there are hundreds of them. They're made by our fantastic team of English teachers, and they're designed to help you boost your English skills and achieve your goals faster. Now, as a QLoops member, you'll also get some amazing perks and bonuses, like invites to our monthly live streams, full access to our members-only series, which is called The Fluency Files, plus much more. So to join the QLoops member family, just head over to our website, QLoops.com, and you can sign up. And at the start of every episode, we like to give a shout out to one of our listeners who has supported us recently with a review or a rating on their favorite podcast app. 
And today, I'd like to give a shout out to Miriam from Iran, who left us a very nice little review on the app Castbox. So, Suzanne, would you mind reading the review for us? Sure, no problem. So, Miriam wrote, "Hello from Iran. I'm a big fan of Culips, and I never get tired of listening to your podcast. Sadly, I can't be a Culips member because I live in Iran." But I do my best to learn as much English as I can from your free podcast, which I greatly appreciate. I'll give you five stars to show my appreciation for your efforts. Thanks, Miriam. That's a beautiful review. Yeah, thank you so much for that great review, Miriam. And unfortunately, Suzanne, like she mentioned there in that review, there are some places around the world where Culips is either blocked. Or the economic situation makes a Culips membership expensive and out of reach in that country. But despite that fact, we're glad to hear that Miriam is making the most of all our free materials, and we do try our best to make as much free content as we can, including every episode that we make, because you can always listen to the audio for free. And recently, we also started making bonus episodes each week, and we give a free transcript away with those ones as well. So, Miriam, we're happy to hear that you're putting those materials to good use and improving. Your English with us that way. Please keep up the great work. And Suzanne, with that being said, why don't we get into our main topic for today, which is like you mentioned earlier about our cribs, our humble abodes, our houses. Right? These are all nicknames for houses. The places I think where we probably spend more time in than any other place. At least for me, I spend more time at home than I do anywhere else. Me too. And Suzanne, I've actually visited your house a few times in the past, and even way back in the day when we first started the Simplified Speech series, I think some of those early episodes were recorded in your dining room. That's true. You were over here a few times, and、uh, I think it was also when you first met my dog, Scotty. Yeah, Scotty was just a puppy back then. But our listeners probably have. No idea about the kind of house that you live in, so maybe we could start with you. Could you give us an audio tour of your house? We still live in the same place that you remember as our main house, our main home. We live in an apartment, so it's like a condo, in that it's kind of like a two-family home. Meaning, we live on the upstairs, and there's a downstairs apartment as well. But it's like one house that was divided into two apartments, and we have the upstairs apartment. And in the front of the house, you'll see if you know those typical Montreal stairs, right? Those typical spiral staircases that go up to the house that are a little bit steep and a little bit precarious or maybe dangerous when there's a lot of snow or ice on them. So、you have to be careful. We do have that, and it leads up to kind of a big entrance porch, like a big front porch or terrace. And then it's a pretty open layout. Our house. I don't know if you've seen our kitchen renovation because when we got Scotty, we had not yet renovated the kitchen, but now it's all open. So when you walk into the front door, you'll actually see. 
all of the main living space all at once. You kind of get the open concept view of the house. You see the living room, the dining room, and straight through to the kitchen. And then the bathroom is right after the kitchen. So it's kind of this very big open space. And then the two bedrooms are off to your right side with the main bedroom at the front and then the office and guest room in the back. And then we have a little back porch. It's small, but we have another spiral staircase that connects from the back porch all the way up to the roof. And then we have a huge roof terrace that is almost the whole surface area of the apartment, but on the roof. So it's a wooden platform terrace on top of the roof. And it's so nice in spring and summer and fall to be able to have an outdoor living space, a place to have barbecues and read a book and relax when the weather is nice. So that's a plus for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember that outdoor space. I've seen that as well. And I always thought, wow, that looks lovely and must be great for, you know, most times of the year, except for the winter. But yeah, like you said, the other three seasons, you can use it. And it's great to have that option. Suzanne, I think a lot of our listeners, of course, I'm here located in Korea. So I'm thinking from a Korean perspective, but we want to know about the total size, like just an estimate, how many square feet. I guess that's how we count them in Canada and the USA is square feet, right? Yeah, square feet. Yeah, I think without the terrace upstairs and without the front porch, I guess it's just under, like just at a thousand square feet or like just under, maybe like 995 or something like that. It's not very big for Montreal apartment standards. It's it's a good size for two people and a dog. Even if we had a child, I think it would be okay. But after that, I would say that it would get a little bit tight. We're kind of at the limit as far as storage and space. So total living space indoors without the terrace would be about a thousand, a little under a thousand square feet. Yeah, I think that's a good size for two people and a dog. Like you said, not too small, not too big. And, you know, it was funny. I was talking with some of my students recently about Canadian houses and they said, wow, Canadian houses are so big. That's amazing because here in Korea, we do tend to live on the small side. And I said, well, it's not always a good thing. Like if you have a big house, a couple thousand square feet or larger even, that's a lot of upkeep and a lot of cleaning and maintenance for the yard and garden that you have to do. So it's all about trying to find that balance between, you know, you don't want to feel cramped or like you have too little space, but you also don't want to have too much space, I think. I mean, some people might like to flex and just have a big home and that's fine, but not me, not really. Yeah, a lot of friends of mine and women friends will say that about handbags, like if you get a big handbag, you're going to fill it with lots of stuff. So it's just going to be heavy on your back, right? If you have the space, you're going to fill it with stuff. So sometimes it's nice to have a pared down 
maybe smaller space so that you can make it more minimal in your living. I like that analogy. I've never heard that one about the handbag before, but that makes a lot of sense. I like that. To be honest, though, I am a little bit jealous because your house sounds like exactly the right size that I would love to live in. Because where my wife and I are living now, I don't know exactly, but I think this is around 650, maybe 700 square feet. So not too much smaller than yours, but just a little And when we do move to our new house soon, it's going to be just slightly even smaller than that. So I have more small living in my future, but I'll give you the little audio tour of where I'm living right now in my apartment. So in English, when I'm speaking, I call it an apartment, but in Korea, we wouldn't call it that. It's not really an apartment in the Korean language. They call it a villa. And so the difference between an apartment and a villa here is that an apartment is usually in a bigger complex and a villa, or they say villa, is in a smaller building. So the building that we're in now has, I don't know, how many units does it have? Probably about 12 units. I think there are five stories and some of the stories have two units and some have three. We're on the fourth floor of the five-story building And we have no elevator, which means that we have to walk up four flights of stairs just to come to our house, which personally I actually like because it gets a lot of steps into my daily walking routine. But I think some of my neighbors don't like it because I can kind of hear them huffing and puffing as they're walking past our door. So it's an older building, and that's why it doesn't have an elevator. I think most newer villas these days probably have elevators in them, but ours doesn't, which is good for me, but maybe bad for some people. But yeah, when you get to our unit itself, you can come in the front door, and immediately you are facing the Culip Studio. So this little room that I'm recording in right now I nicknamed the Culip Studio and my wife nicknames the Man Cave because it's kind of my zone. So it's half computer room and half closet. Like Suzanne, you can see behind me right now. Unfortunately, our listeners can't, but behind me is my coat closet. And I always have my coat closet open when I record because if I don't, then this little room, the Culip Studio, is too echoey and the sound and the audio is not very good. So when I first moved into this apartment, originally I was really worried. I thought, oh no, how can I record Culips? It's too echoey. But then I realized that if I open the closet, then my voice will be muffled a little bit by the coats and that seems to fix the problem. So this is my little zone. It's a very, very small room probably only about two meters by two meters, or maybe even smaller than that. But it's where I do all of my work. So I have my desk in here. I have my computer in here. I have my recording equipment in here. And I think it's meant to be a closet. Like the people who were using the apartment before us, they had it set up as their closet, but it's my little workspace now. I feel like so many closets have become studios these days. So that tracks. And then beside this little room, actually what you see next when you come in from the main entranceway is our kitchen slash dining room. So it's the biggest room in the house and it's got our dining room table. It's got all of our 
kitchen stuff in it. And yeah, it's just like a kitchen slash dining room. Nothing really too exciting in that room. Although I will say that that's probably where we spend most of our time together. So if my wife and I are hanging out together, that's our little hangout zone. The bathroom, unfortunately, is very poorly placed right beside the kitchen. It's kind of just stuck in the corner. And in retrospect, I think it's not a very good place to put a bathroom. Do you agree with that? Same. We have the same situation and totally agree. Yeah. And another thing that's unfortunate about our bathroom is it has no window. So there's no way to ventilate the space at all, which is really unfortunate because, you know, I didn't know this moving in. We couldn't tell moving in. But now that we've lived in this apartment for a few years, is that occasionally there will be some smells from either upstairs or downstairs that kind of waft into our bathroom through the pipes. And sometimes you just want to air it out, but there's no window there to air it out. So that is unfortunate. That's probably the biggest minus of this house, I would say, is the bathroom space. It's also very small. And like I said to my wife recently, it's like, thank God that we don't really hang out in the bathroom. You know, it's just sort of there for showering and uh, one other task. <laughs> and and that's kind of it because otherwise it could be pretty uncomfortable. But since we don't use it that much just for the necessities, I think it's all right. So there's the little bathroom in the corner off of the kitchen. And then the only other room we have is our main bedroom. It's just a one bedroom place. And that is also where my wife has her home office set up. So it's kind of bedroom slash home office. And yeah, she spends her time working in there. I spend my time working in here and we meet in the middle in the dining room to hang out. And then we have a veranda as well, which is nice. And my wife's got all of her plants out there. It's also our kind of laundry room area. We've got our washer and dryer out there and it's also a storage space, but yeah. So it's good, it works, but I do wish that we had like that little bit of extra space, you know, maybe for a living room would be nice. Or we don't have any outdoor space like you do, but thankfully in our new house that we're going to be moving to, although technically our house space is decreasing a little bit, we are getting a yard. So we'll have a lot more outside space. So I think that'll even things out and yeah, make it much, much more open and better overall, I think. Yeah. That's a game changer when you have outdoor space. It definitely changes the morale, just being able to step outside and be in nature for a minute, even if it's just the backyard. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to that yard a lot. That's like the biggest thing that I'm looking forward to. So Suzanne, I told you something bad about my place, and that is the bathroom and the no window in the bathroom, and the poor location of the bathroom. But I don't want to go into negatives. Let's not be negative. Let's think about positives. What do you think is the best thing about your house? What is your favorite thing? Well, we did renovate our kitchen in 2017. And I'll tell you, it's great. We got to design it. We got to work with the designer and the contractor. And that was really great. So that for sure is something wonderful in the house. I also would say that 
the terrace upstairs. Like I think renovating the kitchen and the terrace upstairs both add a lot of value to our apartment as well for resale purposes. And we fixed up the terrace. We've actually redone it over the last couple of years. And now we have like lights up there. We have like new furniture. So it's like really an oasis up there. Yeah, I would say those two are the top things. I would also say that maybe the location where we live, our neighborhood is a really great neighborhood. It has been up and coming for a while and now it's really like a desired place. Like it's hard to find apartments. It's easy to sell an apartment in our area because people are just gobbling them up. It's very much like a desired place. And what's great about that too is that so many stores and fun things have been popping up around great restaurants. So it's fun to live in this neighborhood. It was always a nice neighborhood, but maybe it wasn't that kind of up and coming neighborhood, or I don't know exactly what to say. Maybe it wasn't that kind of it neighborhood when you first move there, but then you get to see it build and see it grow and become like this kind of hot place, right? That's what people in Korea say when a neighborhood is really happening. They say oh, it's, it's a hot place. And I agree. You can see that develop is kind of cool to be there all along. Yeah. So I think to sum up the main three things that I love about this apartment are the terrace, the renovated, cool kitchen, and our location. Yeah, they always say when you're talking about real estate, location, 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 right? It doesn't really matter what kind of home you own. It doesn't matter what condition it's in. If the location is good, then the home is good. And I think there's a lot to that. For me, what would I say is the best? Well, I don't want to be too negative, but I don't think my home is like anything to write home about. It's not fantastic, but... I would say what I like is like, this is the first place where my wife and I have lived together in. This is like our first home after getting married. So it really reflects both of our tastes, which is cool. Before getting married, I lived alone for so many years and I really lived kind of like a bachelor, right? And now this was the first time where we decorated the house together. We spent not a lot of money, but a little bit of money to like make it look nice. And we bought new appliances after we got married. So, you know, the fridge is new, the washer and dryer are new. So I like how everything inside the apartment really works well. And it's just such a nice convenience to have after not having those things for so long. I think I would have to say my favorite part of the apartment is this little Culip studio that I'm in. Like, I like how I have a zone of my own. And it's not like I don't like spending time with my wife. It's nothing like that at all. But it's nice to have like this little area where I can come in and relax and kick my feet up and just do some work or watch some YouTube, <laughs> something like that. I think that's my favorite part of the place. It's really important to have your own zone. Exactly. So, Sue, I'm going to put you on the spot here. And if you don't have a good answer that comes to mind right away, that is okay. But I think I just kind of gave away the answer to this question that I'm going to ask you in my previous answer, because I wanted to ask you if you had like a good memory 
something that you've experienced in your home that you could share with us? And I guess for me, that answer would be like moving into this place together with my wife for the first time after getting married and kind of turning this apartment into a place of our own. That's like a really good memory that I'll always have. What about you? Do you have something that's like similar in your apartment? Also, this is the first place that we lived together. Wow, that's wild. That's You've only lived in the one place in Montreal. Me, yeah. So Olivier's lived in two other places, which I would visit when we were long distance. But then he bought this apartment. I moved around so much in Montreal. I lived in like four different places in five years. So that's that's awesome that you've been so stable. Yeah. I think when you're renting too, I don't know if you owned here, but when he was renting, it was definitely like moving around more. But then when we bought this place, you know, we really put down roots, wanted to renovate, you know, we've had so many celebrations here too, and really gone through some hard stuff, but like really come out the other sides, you know, like a lot of life events happened in this apartment. So yeah, and I think this year, it will be 11 years that Olivier is in this house and 10 years that I'm in this house. So it's, it's a big milestone. Yeah, that's awesome. Congratulations to the both of you. That's really mind-blowing to me that you've been in that same location the whole time that you were in Montreal. I didn't realize that, but that's great. I guess over all of that time, you would really set down some roots, right? That's Yeah, that's amazing. For sure. And see the neighborhood change, right? Well, that's really awesome, Suzanne. And I think with that, we've reached the end of this episode. So thank you to all of the listeners out there for joining us for this English study session today. We hope you found it helpful. And we want to, of course, thank our amazing member community for their support, because without them, we wouldn't be able to make this episode for everyone and QLoops really wouldn't be possible. So to show our appreciation for our members, Suzanne and I are going to continue our conversation for just a little bit longer in the ad-free version of this episode. And if you're a QLoops listener listening right now, don't miss out on the bonus content. You can log into your account, head to the dashboard, and there you'll be able to access the ad-free version of this episode and continue listening to our conversation. Yeah, and if you're not already a member, consider joining to gain access to our helpful study guides and transcripts, fun bonuses, and to support the work that we do here at Culips. You can also support us by following us on Instagram or YouTube, telling your friends who are learning English to check Culips out, or by leaving us a five-star rating and a positive review on your favorite podcast app. We'll be back soon with a brand new episode. We'll talk to you all then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.